Welcome to the Females on Fire podcast, where I hope that you'll gain both the tools you need to grow your business and the motivation you need to create your dream life. I'm Haley Luckadoo, motivational speaker, serial entrepreneur, huge lover of Dr. Pepper, and of course, the host who will be introducing you to the phenomenal women sharing their stories and expertise to inspire you, help you succeed, and set your soul on fire. Hi, ladies, and welcome back. Before we dive into a new episode, I want to quickly tell you about my partnership with HoneyBook. HoneyBook is an easy-to-use client management platform where you can manage contracts, invoices, and workflows, track your time, create automated processes, and even create a customized portal for your clients to access. It's got everything, and I've partnered up with them to bring you an incredible offer. Just use the code HaleyLuckadoo or click the link in the description to get 50% off your first year subscription. I love using HoneyBook for my business, but I love to save money even more. So if you need a client management software or have considered making the switch to HoneyBook, now is the time. Again, just use the code HaleyLuckadoo or click the link and save yourself $200 while simplifying your life. I promise you will not regret it. For this episode of the Females on Fire podcast, I am going solo again. And I'm really excited to do this solo show because I want to talk about the two things that I really think keep us from going after the really big goals in our life that we want to achieve and for taking time for ourselves and caring about ourselves. And so my goal with this episode today is that you'll understand these two things that are really causing you to stop caring enough about yourself and loving yourself enough to really spend the time on you that you need and that you'll implement those things into your life so that you can spend a little more time on yourself, that you can go after those really big dreams that you want to accomplish and just spend a little more time on you and really start to care for yourself and love yourself. Because I think especially as entrepreneurs, And women in general, we tend to put a lot of pressure on ourselves to try to do everything and we never take the time for us. And so I want you to hear this episode today and know that you're definitely not alone. It's something that we all struggle with, but I'd like you to take some time this week or this month to really focus on something for you, whether that's putting in some effort with your new business or a hobby that you enjoy, or just taking a little bit of time for yourself away from the husband or the kids or a day off from your job and just really being you and loving you and really just taking that necessary time to recuperate and rejuvenate yourself and do what you need to do so that you can go after those big things in your life. So like I said, I want to talk about the two big things that I think really stand in the way of us doing that. And the first one is our excuses. When it comes to going after really big dreams or finding something that we really enjoy doing or trying something new or even just taking time for ourselves, 
we tend to make a lot of excuses. And those excuses tend to sound like, I'm not smart enough. I'm not qualified enough. I don't have enough time or don't have enough money or I have to take care of my family first or the worst one, in my opinion, I won't do it as well as her and she's already done it. And so if you've ever found yourself making these excuses, you know they tend to happen a lot, especially as busy entrepreneurs. If you've got a family or you've got friends or parents and siblings in your life that you're trying to be there for, it's really hard to juggle all of those things. And so we end up putting ourselves last and we end up making these excuses for making time for ourselves, for going after the things that we want to go after. But what I have found is in working with my coaching clients and in working with women over the years, I've really found that these excuses come down to one root problem that we all seem to have. And none of us want to admit that this is the problem, but it is in some form or another. And that root problem is that you're probably afraid. If you're making excuses for doing something, it's probably because you've got a little bit of fear to do it. And so you're likely afraid of one of these two things. Number one, that you'll potentially fail. And number two, that you'll inconvenience someone else in your life. So if you're making excuses, if you're saying, I don't have enough time to do something, or I'm not smart enough to do something, or well, somebody else has already done it, then odds are you're probably either really afraid that you're going to fail at it, or you're really afraid that it's going to inconvenience somebody else. And so we make these excuses and we end up telling ourselves that it's just easier if we don't try, right? That's what we do. We tell ourselves that it's so much easier if we just don't try whatever thing we're worried about. It's so much easier if we don't put any effort into it because then we can't be disappointed when it doesn't work out or when it fails or when somebody else is bothered by it so we have to quit. And so we tell ourselves it's easier if we don't try. But if you don't open up to that fear of failure, if you don't open up to letting things potentially inconvenience someone else, you're never going to get anywhere because opening up to failure means opening up to taking a risk. That's the thing that we're really afraid of is this risk because you don't know how it's going to work out. And we don't know what the actual outcome is going to be. So we would rather just not put any effort into it. But if you're going to do anything in life, you've got to take a risk. You've got to open yourself up to the potential to fail and to the potential to inconvenience someone else. And the reason we're so worried about taking these risks is because we associate the word risk with the word loss. When we think about taking a risk, we assume that we're either going to have to lose something or that we're going to have to let go of something that we're really comfortable holding on to. And that's a problem because not every risk is going to be a loss, but that's how we look at it. And so then we tell ourselves that it's just easier not to take the risk so that we don't have to lose something, so that we don't have to go through that struggle of letting go of this thing that we're really comfortable with. And I always say, this is the problem 
especially with entrepreneurs or creatives, if you're a big dreamer, you've definitely experienced this. We start to dream about how everything could go wrong if we take this risk. When you're afraid of failing at something, you can come up with a thousand reasons why it's not going to work out. We're really good at that, right? We're really good at coming up with this laundry list of reasons that we're definitely going to fail at this thing that we haven't even tried at yet. And so we associate it with loss. We associate it with having to lose or let go of something. And we start thinking about all of these ways that it could possibly go wrong. And the problem with that is that we don't dream big enough when we think of future successes, only when we're thinking of future failures. And what I mean by that is we tend to hear all the time, dream big, go after these big dreams, go after these big goals that you want. And so we do, we dream big, but we don't dream big enough because we'll dream big, but we'll tell ourselves that it's probably actually never going to work out. My husband does this all the time. Luke will, he's got this huge dream of owning a very particular company one day and he really wants to do it and he's talked about it for as long as I've known him and it really is his passion and it's something I think he would be phenomenally good at but anytime we sit down to talk about it anytime that I bring it up and I say well why don't you start working on that he ultimately ends up saying something along the lines of how it's probably never really going to happen. And he tries to brush it off like he's okay with that. Like it's just a dream. So he'll be fine if it doesn't work out. And that's what we do. We dream big and we go to bed every night with all of these dreams in our head. And we tell people that that's our big dream. But when they ask us if we actually think it's going to happen or if we're currently working toward it, we tell them no. And so we limit ourselves. We put ourselves in a box when we're dreaming of future things that we can have, of future successes, of all the things that might go right in our life. But we don't put ourselves in that box. We don't put a limit on thinking of future failures. We don't put a cap on making a list in our heads of all the things that could go wrong and all the ways that we could fail. And so we don't dream big enough when we think of future successes, only when we're thinking of future failures. You are letting yourself dream too big about the failure. You are letting yourself focus too much on the idea that you're going to fail instead of dreaming so big about this success and dreaming so much about how it could go right for you that you can't say no to it. When you start to really dream big and really start to dream big enough that you actually believe that those dreams are possible for you, that fear of failure will dissipate. You won't have it anymore because No fear of failure is going to come close to the success that you're dreaming of. And you're going to want it too badly. No matter what you do for a living, no matter what season of life you're in, no matter what your dream is, you're not going to be able to live the life that you want and reach all of your goals without taking some kind of a risk. And so you've got to get comfortable with taking them. You've got to get 
somewhat comfortable with taking risks because you're going to have to take one to get where you want to go. Otherwise, you're going to end up being miserable. You're never going to get the things that you want out of life. And I'm not willing to take that chance. I'm never willing to take a chance on not having something work out simply because I didn't try. Because the worst that can happen is that you fail. And that's really not a bad thing. People are so worried about failure because they think it puts them at rock bottom. It puts them back at square one. But it doesn't. It doesn't put you back at square one because you're starting again with so much more knowledge about that thing than you had before. If you try and you fail and it doesn't work out, when you go to start again, you know how not to do it. You know how it didn't work the first time. So you've got to get comfortable with taking those necessary risks in your life. Because if you don't take a chance on the thing that you really want, then you're actually just taking a chance that you're never going to have it. And for me, that's not a chance I'm willing to take. I'm not willing to risk not having the things that I've dreamed about, the things that I want out of life, just because I'm a little afraid. And failure is inevitable. You're going to do it eventually. So don't you want to potentially fail at something you love instead of failing by never trying? So the root problem, the fact that we're afraid, you could potentially be afraid to fail or as we said before, you could be afraid that you'll inconvenience someone else. And this is a big one too, because especially as women, we want to be everything to everyone all of the time. We want to be a good wife or a good girlfriend or a good daughter or a good sister or a good friend or a good mom and a good boss and a good entrepreneur and good at social media. And we want to be all of these things. We want to be everything to everybody all the time. And that results in us putting ourselves last. We want to be so much for everybody else that we don't have enough left for us. Picking up a new hobby would mean that you don't have enough time for your kids. Starting a new business would be that you don't have enough time to spend with your husband or to go see your parents or to hang out with friends. So we just don't do it. We'd rather just not start something for fear that it's going to inconvenience someone else in our life. Because if you take a spa day for you, it means your husband has to take the kids for the day. If you want to go start this new business venture or offer this new service, it may mean that you now can't make those weekly lunch dates with your mom. And we're so afraid that by doing these things, someone else in our life is going to be inconvenienced. And so what did we say earlier? It's easier if we don't try. In this case, it's easier for everyone else if we don't try. Because if we don't bother with it, if we don't put any effort into it, we can't possibly inconvenience the people around us. But what are you doing if you're living your whole life for everyone else? How are you showing up for your friends? How are you being supportive to your spouse or your siblings or or being a good role model for your kids? How are you doing any of that 
if you can't even take two minutes out of the day to do something for yourself, if you don't love yourself and take care of yourself and actually go after your dreams and do the things that you want to do, what are you showing the other people in your life? Those people that you're so afraid of inconveniencing, you're not acting as a good role model to them. If you had a friend, if you have a girlfriend come to you and she says, I want to start this new thing. And I'm so worried that I'm not going to have enough time. I'm so worried that my husband will have to take the kids and that's going to be really hard for him on the days that I, I want to go do this thing, but I really want to do it. And my heart is just set on it. What would you tell her? You would more than likely be the friend that would be her cheerleader. You'd be rooting for her. You'd say, well, he can take the kids. It's not a, it's not that big a deal. It's only a couple of hours and, and you can do this. I think you'd be really good at this and you would support her that way. So why can't you do that for yourself? Why can't you be the friend that you need? Why can't you let yourself go after the things that you want to go after, despite if it inconveniences other people? You're living your entire life around what other people think. And the question is, is are they living their lives around what you think? Would they care the same way you do? Do you think that they're not going after the things that they want or trying the new hobbies that they want to try or doing the things that they want to do and not taking care of themselves simply because it might inconvenience you? Because they're probably not. They probably aren't even thinking about whether or not it's going to inconvenience you. So why are you living your life for other people? We make these excuses. We're afraid to fail or we're afraid to inconvenience others. And so we make all of these excuses for why we can't take time for ourselves and why we can't do the things that we want to do. But when you want something bad enough, no excuse is going to be good enough. No excuse is going to stop you from trying those new things from launching that new business, from taking that next step. Those dreams, those goals, those ambitions, those things that you want, they have to be bigger than your excuses. You have to let them be bigger than your excuses. You've got to dream up all of the ways that this could go right, all of the ways that this could help your family, all of the ways that this could make you a better person or a happier person or a healthier person. Dream up all the ways that this could go in your favor and dream it up so big that that's bigger than any excuse that you could make. So that's the first thing that stands in our way, excuses. That's the first thing that's standing in the way of you really going after the things that you want. And the second thing ties a lot into the fear of inconveniencing other people. And it's other people's opinions. We just talked about this a little bit, but we're so worried about inconveniencing others, what other people think, that we won't go after anything. When we have a dream in our heart that we want to chase after, or a new hobby that we want to pick up that we've never tried before, or some passion that we want to follow through on, but we've never told anybody about, the most common thing that stops us is what other people will think of what we're doing. And usually it's the people closest to you. What will my family think? What will my friends think? What will these people in my life whose opinions I really value, what will they think of this when I do it? 
It's most commonly the people that you love whose opinions you care about. But we live in an age of social media. We live in a very digital age. And so it's not just the people you care about. It's your followers. It's your Facebook friends. It's the people on the internet, people who you may not even know, but you're worried about what they will think of the new thing that you're, that you're doing. What will the other moms think if your husband has to drop your kids off at school because you're trying a new hobby? What will your followers think if you launch this new business venture that really doesn't have anything to do with the reason that they were following you in the first place? We worry so much about what these people think, and we let strangers on the internet judge whether our life is good enough or not, because we have to be Instagram worthy. It has to be worth their follow. It has to be worth that little heart. But you've got to let your life be good enough for you. Are you living up to the dreams inside of you, or are you living up to what people on the internet expect you to be? We give ourselves an identity crisis because we're so worried about what other people will think. My favorite quote, and if you've followed me for a while or you know anything about me, you've probably heard me mention this before. My favorite quote in the entire world is by Rick Warren. And it's, if you live for the approval of others, you will die by their rejection. And I love that because what it's telling you is that if you are living for other people's opinions, if you are letting yourself be dictated by what other people think of you, whether there are people in your life that you love and care about or strangers on the internet, if you are living for other people's approval and you have to have their approval and you can only do things that you think will appease them, then you're going to die by their rejection because eventually you are going to get their rejection. Eventually you are going to do something that somebody else is not going to like. And that's going to be the death of the person that you are. That's going to be the death of all of the dreams inside of you. There is nothing worse than having a huge dream in your heart and telling it to the person you care about most, like your spouse or your mom or a sibling or a friend, and having them basically tell you no. Having them talk about why it won't work or how inconvenient it is or how hard it will be. But this is not the hill that you need to die on. You need to die trying, not die from their rejection. You need to give it everything you've got and try to prove those people wrong. Because when you let other people decide who you get to be, you're never going to become the person that you were meant to be. When you let other people decide what you're allowed to do, how you're allowed to do it, how you get to live your life, you are never going to reach the dreams and the goals that are in your heart that you want so badly and step into the person that you were made to be. So it's time to start flipping the script. I understand how hard it is to not care about what other people think, especially if they're people in your life that, you're, that you love. But it's time to flip the script. 
instead of worrying how much you will inconvenience your family, instead of worrying that your friends might think that this thing is stupid, instead of worrying that you're going to lose followers or that people on the internet are not going to appreciate the thing that you're going after, instead of worrying about those things, it's time for you to decide that your family, your friends, your followers, all of the people in your life deserve the best version of you. It's time for you to decide that they deserve the happiest version of you, the healthiest version of you, the thriving version of you. They deserve a role model in their life who let go of the stigma to care what everybody else thought and went after what they wanted in life. So stop looking at it like you're inconveniencing everyone else. Stop looking at it like they're going to think poorly of you and start looking at it like you have to be the person in their life that went after bigger dreams, that you've got to be the person in their life that didn't let other people's opinions hold you back. It's time for you to start doing the things that you need to do to be happy. It's time for you to start taking care of yourself emotionally, physically, spiritually. It's time for you to start taking care of your business. It's time for you to start putting in more effort to the things that matter to you. Stop making excuses. Stop worrying about other people's opinions and start doing the things that matter to you. And that's the problem is everybody will tell you to do things that matter but then you have to pick out of a box of what's allowed to matter. Stop doing the things that matter to other people and start doing the things that matter to you. Start doing the things that matter for your family. Start doing the things that matter for your health, for your business. Go after your dreams. Don't let anybody stop you from accomplishing that. So like I said, my goal with this episode was that you, you would acknowledge those things in your life. What excuses are you making that you can stop making? What excuses are you making that you can let go of? What fear of failure or inconveniencing someone else do you have that you can start to get over? Whose opinions in your life are you listening to so much that it's stopping you? And how can you start to flip the script on those opinions? I want you to start putting in the work to stop letting the excuses and the rules of other people control your life and decide who you get to be. And I hope that you'll take some time this week for yourself and to think about what you want to do or what you want to try that's going to make you happier in the long run. Think about what kind of person you want to be that's going to put a smile on your face and then start putting in the work to be that person because you deserve it. Well, ladies, that's it for this time, but don't forget to head over to the show notes to grab special bonus content from our guests. I'd love if you could show your support for the show. So if you have just a minute, leave a five-star review about how much you love this podcast, then head over to femalesonfirepodcast.com and grab your females on fire apparel, get a t-shirt, hat, and more because it all goes to fund the podcast. And don't forget to show off your new swag to all your friends on social media and tag me at Females on Fire and at Haley Luckadoo. I'll be back next week 
with another great show for you. But until then, keep reaching for those dreams that set your soul on fire. <laughs>